0: Hi, and welcome to the Savage Podcast. I'm Rose, and I'm a content creator going by the handle Cheap Lazy Vegan. And I also own a vegan cafe by the same name as the podcast, which is Savage Cafe.
1: And I'm Daniel, also a vegan and one of your favorite guest stars on Cheap Lazy Vegan's YouTube channel.
0: We're two friends currently living in different countries, and we'll be giving our savage take on all things life, veganism, and the latest trending topics.
1: So, basically, whatever comes to our minds, because we love to talk.
0: You are currently listening to the previous episode of this podcast, but if you would like to listen to this week's episode and get some exclusive content, go over to patreon.com slash the savage podcast.
1: Hello and welcome to episode three of the savage podcast. I can't believe we're on episode three. <laughs> it's crazy. I know. Um, I
0: know we're actually doing this like full on
1: (laughs) (laughs) kind of, (laughs) (laughs) kind of. Yeah. So today's, today's episode is kind of focused on a topic that me and Rose both find very, very interesting, which is around kind of um, masculinity and how it's kind of changing in today's society, as well as if we have time, because that, that in itself is such a huge topic. um, But also around um, sexuality and the kind of um, I don't know how to say it, you know, like in today's gender society, roles, such a v-
0: gender, sexuality, that topic. Yeah. It's a hot topic at the moment. I'm, I, I love how you just topic. went straight into it. it, like, it like <laughs> We're going straight into the topic. <laughs> no warming up, you know, no, like, okay, well, no, like, well, how's your week? <laughs>
1: Well, no, I wanted to introduce, I was going to introduce the topic and then be like, before we do that, we're going to talk about ourselves.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yes. I know. I know. I know you were doing that, but it just sounded so serious from the very beginning. And like, I'm not used to such seriousness, like, and it's like seven in the morning over here. That's true. (laughs) It's seven in the morning over here. And like, already you're just like, we're just going to dive into masculinity and what it means
1: <laughs> oh, god, oh god damn it'd be crazy as all oh hell god
0: damn anyways okay uh before we get into the the very serious topic of today's discussion which by the way we're yeah. not like it, it's going to be serious but not like like that yeah. serious i'm sure it's we'll kind of like
1: our experience and our take on it and what we think kind of like from things that we've seen and yeah
0: As usual, as as always, Um, but yeah, it'll be a fun episode. We always like discussing this kind of stuff, so I think Mm. it'll be a fun episode. But uh, Mm -hmm. either way, we're gonna get started by talking about our, you know, uh, what's going on in our lives, the life update time. Do you want to do you want
1: to start start us off, uh, Rose? Oh gosh, I don't even know.
0: in the world of cheap, lazy vegan. <laughs> In
1: the world of cheap, yeah, exactly. I was about to say that. Um, no, but I was going to say, like, because if you think about it, it's like been two weeks since we recorded our last podcast, which is crazy. I know, this is
0: what I'm saying. Okay, so I was talking to my roommate yesterday and she listened to our, our first yeah. podcast, by the way. And uh, she was like, oh, "Yes." I was like, yeah, we're doing, she's like, when's the next one coming out? And I was like, you know, we're doing mm. one every two weeks. And she's like, that's not enough. <laughs> so...
1: Oh God! I got
0: yeah. I I got a little little bit of a lecture saying that you know every wow. two weeks is not enough, Dan. Uh, but anyway, we we're gonna do an extra one for the for the Patreon Patreon people. Yeah. Uh exactly. Anyways, what? Yeah. Two weeks. It's been two weeks. I don't even know what happened mm. in the last two weeks. I. Oh, my parents went to Korea, so I've been watching yeah. little Nari who's uh, which is my little puppy. Uh, I've been watching her a lot more. Uh, my brother and I are taking turns kind of like watching her, so I'm at the parents' house you know, yeah. half the week so it's it's been crazy
1: is is Nari still as crazy as ever?
0: Oh gosh, she's insane. Uh she has so much energy. Um, she's getting better at like oh God. certain things. Like she I think she's definitely gotten better since she was like a really little puppy because she used to be like really bitey. Like she would bite a lot. Mm. And she would like eat everything on the floor. Like she would just pick up everything. E- Anytime we would walk, she would just like eat everything. Um, so she's gotten a bit better with that. Um, she's enjoying the snow. It's been snowing, Dan. Uh, I know.
1: I saw, I saw your Instagram stories. I was like, I can't believe how it's much actually snow really there is in nice. Calgary. I
0: yeah. know, but it's so nice. And it, you know, the first snowfall is like really nice when it's not like yet minus 30
1: you know exactly well well this is this is the misconception i think people have of calgary and canada cuz they're always like oh it's so cold there and stuff and yes it is cold in the winter but there's periods of the winter where it's like freshly snowed and it's like a little bit cold but it's not freezing so you can still like go out there and enjoy it and it's oh uh, i do miss that yeah
0: that's what that's what we have right now so it's like it's actually uh. quite nice like walking and she like r- likes running in the snow so it's so cute
1: mm. um she's crazy
0: so yeah but she has this thing now where if we leave her alone in the house she likes to just dis- destroy everything so
1: oh god
0: so i'm trying to figure out and she's so smart that i think that's why she gets bored so she'll mm. get bored of her toys Yeah, she has like a million toys like the amount of money i spend on this dog because <laughs> mm. i buy her all these toys and then she gets bored so i buy her new toys
1: yeah so now he's kind of like a and little child like, isn't she
0: she is like a little child she grows she grows out of these toys really fast <laughs> not that she grows out of it but she'll get bored she wants a new toy yeah. So I think that's why when we leave, she plays with other stuff because mm. she's bored of her toys. Anyways, I could talk about her all day, but, um, so yeah, I've been watching her a lot. Um, I went to some like YouTube event, which I think I told you about. Did I tell you about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, Did we talk about that well, last kind time? Of,
1: we, no, I don't think we talked about it because you, 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 you didn't really go into full detail as to exactly what it was.
0: I don't know. Oh, so yeah, I went to some YouTube event that was held here in Calgary, which was a shock because like nothing Mm. happens in Calgary, (laughs) especially like with YouTube and stuff. Usually in, in Canada, it's like in Toronto or Vancouver. Mm. And anyways, I got invited to some creator event. It was pretty cool. It was kind of like going through, um, how to be like, I think it was called like unlock your creativity or something like that. And at first I was like, Oh my God, is this like a, like a event for, is it like a workshop for like a channel that's dying or something?
1: Cause like oh god damn they, Rose,
0: they showed me this like the one of the first things they did in the presentation was they they showed us mm-hmm. this like like you know like a bell curve like a like a stats yeah. bell curve they showed us that and they were like what do you think that is and I was just thinking oh it's like a like a statistics curve or whatever
1: yeah
0: and they're like they're like it's a it's a product life cycle <laughs> so saying oh, like <laughs> eventually all products die. <laughs> Mm. Uh, but no, it w- it was helpful because they were they weren't saying that like our channels were dying. There was some big YouTube channels there. Yeah, I remember um, you saying,
1: and I was like, I was actually quite shocked. I was like, I didn't know there was like big other than you. Like obviously, I, like your your channel is really big, but like I didn't know there was other big YouTube channels in Calgary.
0: I know it was uh, it was surprising. There were some people from Edmonton and some people from mm. uh, smaller towns, but um, yeah. But yeah, no, it was good. They were just kind of giving ideas on like... And it's true that like, as much as I don't want to think this, but it is true that everything has, you know...
1: A life cycle. A,
0: a life cycle. Everything does. Yeah. And like, you're not going to last forever on YouTube. And like, the more... The faster you realize that, the... the, um, Because people get cocky, right? So as soon as you get like to a certain point on YouTube, mm. you know, a lot of people have, you know, their their ups. And then like, when you get your downs, like it feels really it feels bad. You know, yeah. view views are not going to be as good as, you know, they used to be like, yeah. and that's just the reality, you know, even yeah. for me, like when, when I first started, even just putting out a what I ate in a day video would get like 200,000 views randomly mm-hmm. with like no subscribers. Yeah. And now it's like, even with so many subscribers because there's so many people watching YouTube, it's harder and harder to get more and more views, but that's how you yeah. become more creative and you start thinking of different ways to, you know, to to be a youtuber or to content create like this for example
1: Exactly. Well, that's part of the, the reason, you know branching out. <clears throat> exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. So oh. you enjoyed the uh the YouTube YouTube event in Calgary and then what else happened? Anything else in the last Oh god, week?
0: what el- what else happened? I, again, it's a blur. What have I been doing? <laughs> I've been working. Jeez. Lots of Christmas stuff, I guess. There's oh, some yeah, Christmas yeah, yeah. parties. Um I've yeah, just stuff like that. Oh my gosh! Oh, cool. Anything else? I've been working just a lot, and you know the usual, <laughs> yeah. the usual fucking I mean, you, you shit. Are, you know, working. You are a, lot. a
1: workaholic. <laughs>
0: I am. Uh, I am. <laughs> yeah. I won't deny it, mm. but I enjoy it. I think that's, that's why. Not a, when I don't enjoy exactly. it, I'm not a workaholic. I mean, is that is that obvious? Exactly. But some people, I feel like some people are workaholics, and they still don't enjoy the work, and that's kind of sad.
1: Exactly. Well, but is, maybe they the feel like they need to provide
0: with. and I don't know, <laughs> make money. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I mean, there's, Sorry, the, there's that. You like, go. If, you have, if you have, if you have, if you have like dependents and stuff, you have to provide for them. Yes. But like, it is hard if you're like in a job or something that you're just not passionate about to like work hard and, you know, anyway, I digress. I'm going off on a tangent. Um, uh, uh,
0: okay, you tell me about your two weeks.
1: Oh, God. My two weeks have been horrendous. <laughs>
0: hell, so, hell on earth.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it hasn't, there's been some like fun stuff that's gone on, but like, ultimately, like, So this past weekend, one of my friends from Newcastle just came to visit me in, um, Mercia, which was really, really fun. But at the same time, I ended up right before she got here, I ended up getting super, super sick with this like horrendous cough. And I was just like, Oh, this is great. Um, and the
0: illness of your life.
1: Oh God. (laughs) And honestly, like this, this is the sickest I've been in like a very long time. Like I can't remember the last time I've been this sick and yeah. Cause I normally when I get sick, I'm sick for like a day or two and then I'm fine, you know, like it's like a quick illness or whatever. So anyway, I had that. And then it didn't help that like, obviously when, um, Jess was here, like I wanted to show her around and everything, even though I was like dying. So I was like pushing myself to like stay out and do all these things, which I still had a really great time, but then I wasn't getting enough sleep. So my body wasn't recovering. And then, So then this week, my sickness has, and I'm going to divulge a little bit too much information here, but
0: uh,
1: (laughs) my uh, sickness has divulged into something which is absolutely disgusting. And basically, because I was like...
0: Which end? (laughs) The top end or the bottom end? (laughs) end,
1: The top end, Rose. (laughs) But let me just tell you what's happened because I've never had this before in my life. Oh God, is this
0: the mucus story?
1: No, no. Oh, okay. I was, <laughs> that's, that, was, okay guys, that was disgusting. If you, have
0: a, if you have weak stomach, maybe like just kind of la 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 your way through this. I don't know what Daniel's yeah. about to say, but, by the way, but yeah. okay,
1: go. Brace, your, brace yourselves. Oh, um, God. So I was, I've been coughing so much that my throat got really, really sore, right? And I was thinking, oh my God, I just have this really sore throat. And then the cough stopped, but my sore throat stayed, but it was only on one side. It's like one side of my throat's really painful. And like every time I swallow, it hurts, and I was like, hey, this yeah. is not good. And like, I was like brushing my teeth the other day and I like opened my mouth and I was like, what the fuck is going on in my mouth? I looked at the back and it's so swollen and I have an ulcer at the back of my throat. <gasps> yeah. So what? I was like, yeah, I started freaking out. And I was like, hey, what the hell? Why do I have like an ulcer at the back of my throat? Yeah. And then I I Googled it and stuff and it's like, they normally go away after like five days or something, five to seven days. But in the oh. meantime, it's just like super painful. And they suggest like... You just rinse with like warm salt water and stuff and just like keep your mouth like really like keep doing that like all the time. But it's so painful. and Like every time I swallow, it like hurts so freaking much. You still and have I'm, this. Yeah. And it's still there. It's gotten a little oh bit better. God,
0: I know. This I'm podcast like, is not going to help. You're going to be talking for the next like hour.
1: I know. Well, <laughs> and, and then we're doing another one for the patrons as uh, yeah, well. We're ga- so uh, yeah,
0: we're, we're we're doing two today. So I don't oh, know how God you're going to do this.
1: Well, that's why I have my vitamin water and I have a hot <laughs> beverage next to me just to kind of get me through this. But honestly, oh, like, I've never, and the thing that it's like, I don't know about you, but like when I get sick, I just get pissed off because I'm like, I don't want to, I'm sure everyone's like this, but I just don't want to be sick. Like I hate just like laying in bed, doing nothing, you know? Yeah,
0: it sucks. Mm. It really sucks. And you can't but sleep properly because like exactly. your throat hurts. It's just horrible. And It's a similar to, yeah, Daniel and I were talking, it's similar to whatever I mm. had in when I was traveling, uh, back to London this year and Daniel yeah. was like, what is wrong with you? I was like coughing like a mad woman.
1: <laughs> oh, I had the exact same thing, literally. Yeah.
0: You, yeah. Well, that sucks. I, I'm, Well, I'm glad you're feeling a bit better. You do sound yeah. better than last time because last time when oh, we yeah. had her we had a podcast meeting last week and Daniel mm. was like coughing Dying. so much. I felt so bad. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It was bad. I mean, it's definitely like you the cough is it much gone. It's just the, this and throat your, your, ulcer that I have now.
0: It's cutting off again.
1: Which is, oh, God, <laughs> it's so annoying. Why does it keep doing that? Um,
0: okay. All right, we're we're then, having some connection issues, but anyways. Yeah,
1: some technical difficulties. Um, I can just cut those parts out, though. Um, and then also, so as part of my friend Jess being here, we went to, a f- uh, like, on a few trips and stuff around the area. And um, we went to Cartagena, which I've been to before, which is, like, a coastal city, which is really nice. And then also mm-hmm. in Mercia, they have this, like, in the center of the city, there's, like, this massive, like, traffic circle. And in the middle yeah. they've created this like huge Christmas tree with like lights yeah. and everything. It looks, and it's not actually a Christmas oh. tree. It's just like made of lights. And there was a huge ceremony of them like lighting it up and like there was music and it was amazing.
0: I feel like that's like a Spanish thing. Cause I feel like yeah. I've seen something similar in like Madrid or something. They mm. love doing that thing where they have like a big Christmas tree in like a square yeah. and then like people just gather and like, yeah. it's so, it's <gasps> so cute.
1: Oh my God, I have the funniest story to tell you as well. Oh my God. Oh God,
0: I'm excited. Okay, what happened? (laughs) I don't know if I should
1: say this because I, well, this person probably won't even watch the podcast. You should definitely say
0: it. Okay, yeah. So basically, um, I'm one of the, oh
1: God, just brace yourself for this, okay, right? So, me, Jess, and I'm I'm one of the people I've met here, Sarisha, we went for a night out. And we went to, we went to one of the local, um, gay bars here because they're like, oh, let's just go to this, (laughs) this gay bar whatever. So we're like there like drinking or whatever. And, and, um, my friend Sarisha looks over and she's like, oh, Daniel, that guy's like really hot and he keeps looking over here, blah, 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 blah. And she's like, she was like, make eye contact with him, make eye contact with him. Like kept like pushing me. (laughs) So finally I was like, okay, okay. I will. Right. So I looked over and I'm not kidding you. So I look over, I look back. Not even like a minute had passed. He like ran over to come talk to me. Oh my
0: God.
1: <laughs> yeah. Did you, and okay, then, wait,
0: how many seconds did you look at him?
1: I don't know. Maybe like three.
0: Okay. Three One, second rule. Yes. Two,
1: three. And then I was like, looked away. I can't remember to be honest. I was a little bit drunk and <laughs> okay. he, he came <laughs> running over and I was like, Oh my God. Cause he was, he was quite good looking.
0: And yep. then
1: it was like something out of a movie. He opened his mouth And he sounded like, um, do you know that bird from uh, Aladdin, Iago? He sounded like. No. (laughs) It was all, like, literally, my friend Sarisha, like, looked over. She couldn't even stand up straight. She was laughing so hard. Like, literally. Wait, can you do the
0: voice? Like, remind me of the voice.
1: He was like, like, hi, Ah, how are you? (laughs) I was like, oh, my God.
0: Oh, my God. I'm like, my heart is breaking for him. I was like.
1: I know. I was like, this is so sad. I I gave him my Instagram anyway. I was like, oh, whatever. So I gave him my Instagram and he's already said, now he's
0: going to listen to this. What's that? (laughs) Now he's going to listen to this.
1: I know. Oh God. Oh my God. I didn't even think about (laughs) that.
0: No, it's okay. He's not going to listen to it.
1: Yeah, he probably won't. And then he sent me in a message on my um, Instagram and was like, oh, which was really sweet. Actually. He was like, oh, really nice meeting you. And I was like, thanks. Hope you had a good night. And he was like, oh, the best part of the night was meeting you.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, you cut off again. Can you say that first part again?
1: Yeah, so he basically messaged me. When he messaged
0: you on Instagram? Yeah, so so he
1: messaged me on Instagram and was like, um, you know, hope you had a good night. And then I was like, yeah, I hope you had a good night too. And then he was like, oh, the best part of the night was meeting you.
0: Oh, (laughs) God. I'm going to be breaking some hearts. You're going to be breaking his heart so bad. Does he speak English? Yeah, he's really good at English. Oh, no. Okay.
1: (laughs) Mm.
0: By the way, if you are listening... Gentleman with the a bird voice. (laughs) I am sorry. I do (laughs) do apologize. apologize.
1: It's not your fault.
0: (laughs) At least you know. (laughs) Uh, oh my God! are we the worst? this I by the way, are. by the way, guys, if you're enjoying this moment right here mm. our our patreon only episode is going to be us talking about our worst date stories or just funny date stories yeah. in general so oh God. yeah, it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be so great good. and we have we lots. have some fucking great <laughs> stories so that is a little bit of a uh what do you call it a little bit of a teaser to what you will get in the Patreon only episode, just putting that out there anyways. Oh my God. That's so, I feel so bad for him because
1: I know I felt really bad too.
0: I don't know what's worse like that or like, (laughs) I don't, I, I, you know what? I can't say it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh God, Rose. I don't know where you were going with that one, but um, yeah, we'll just leave it at that. Do you
0: know what I'm about to say?
1: mm, Do you
0: know what I was going to say?
1: Mm -mm. maybe i can kind of let's move on let's move on let's move
0: on okay (laughs) so
1: um so yeah that pretty much sums up my kind of last couple weeks
0: (laughs) you're you're like a hot commodity over there in mercia aren't you apparently
1: i think it's the you know english accent the canadian accent they're all like ooh, you know
0: no it's it's a tall handsome boy (laughs) Mm. with the canadian accent
1: Oh, you're so sweet to me sometimes. Oh, God.
0: Dang. Oh, only sometimes. Only when yeah. it's being recorded.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is true. Off camera, guys, honestly, the abuse I get. I should. The abuse I should scr- is real. I should screenshot some of the uh, text messages, you know? This is
0: how I keep it reeled in, you know? No. It's the pushback, the push and pull. So, anything else happened in your week or two um, weeks? Uh,
1: let me see. Other than being. You know, maybe def- you're sick
0: because you're going out to the gay bar, you know? Talking to some random Spanish boys. I said, maybe you're sick because you're going out to the gay bar (laughs) talking to Spanish boys.
1: No, I was sick way before that. Okay, Rose? This is my first...
0: That's why you're not getting better.
1: Yeah, no. True, true, true. Mm -hmm. Like that... Because when my friend was here, we did go out a few nights. Like even though I was like dying <laughs> and it definitely did not make anything any better. But you know, me, like mm. I just, I have you know, you're like me as well though. When we're like, I know, like, do you remember when we were in Malta we almost went to that wine fest because you were like, even though you were dying, I was, you were like, I
0: was literally dying but you and were I tempted. was like, let's go. I was so <laughs> tempted. And like, I was looking at all of the vlogs from like my London trip and the Malta, mm. our Malta trip. And yeah. like, when you watch it, I don't seem that sick. Like oh, I seem a sick. bit sick. But then I think about it, I'm like, oh my God, I was like so sick. How did I do all this shit? Mm. We were like doing like full on like touristy days and like all kinds of stuff. And I was like, how did I even do this? Because I was so fucking sick.
1: Yeah. This is what I did when my friend was here for those like she was here for like four days. And that's probably why I haven't recovered because I've been like, go, 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 go. And like
0: we like to push our bodily limits.
1: (laughs) Oh, God. And I'm I'm paying for it now, but I'm better now. So, you know, I'm getting to a good place. And just hope Good. this ulcer goes away. <laughs> and
0: now, now you're pushing it even more because you're going to be talking on the podcast for the next hour.
1: Oh, God damn. I'm going to have no voice. And then another
0: hour, talk- yeah. <laughs> you're going to have no voice.
1: That's so true. How going
0: to teach those Spanish kids? Huh? How going to teach them English? Okay.
1: I asked myself how I teach them in the beginning anyway, because my English is so bad, so (laughs) let's be honest here. Seriously.
0: Oh, God. I'm like, Daniel, you're teaching English?
1: (laughs) I know. English is not my strongest subject. I'm better at, like, math and stuff, That's so funny.
0: You know, it's funny because English is my second language, and I can definitely say that I am better at English than you are, Dan.
1: Oh,
0: 100%. You could run run circles of me.
1: (laughs) So, yeah. So that's the life, anyways. The life updates. Catch-ups. Okay.
0: That was fun. Um, yeah. So anyways, yeah, we're going to talk a little more about our uh, bad date situations in our Patreon podcast, which we'll record after this. But today we're going to be talking... Am I frozen again?
1: No, no, you're fine.
0: Oh, okay. But yeah. today uh, in this episode, as Daniel has already introduced, mm. we're going to be discussing all kinds of things <sighs> regarding gender and sexuality and masculinity and femininity I guess and oh, all damn. kinds of shit. Now, Daniel, uh I have not prepared once again. <laughs> oh
1: god.
0: I do have one thing I would like to discuss. Yeah. Like in my mind. Yeah. Um because I, I want to uh, know what your thoughts are.
1: This is the thing too. So I have a few I haven't done a ton of like I've done a little bit of reading and stuff, but I have I haven't 100% like planned just like ideas, but That's I have ideas mine. I want to talk about. So I think maybe do you want to go first and then Oh
0: God, we're going to dive right in. Okay. So my topic is very controversial. Okay. So I just want to know, you know, and by the way, guys, this is just us, you know, talking about our opinions based on our limited knowledge. So don't think that we're trying to tell you exactly how to feel or anything like that when we talk about any of this topic, Um, because we're just curious. Mm. But basically what I, the, the, I think when we were young, when we, when you and I were a bit younger, maybe when we were teenagers, the kind of controversial topic was like gay marriage or you yeah. know homosexuality, that kind of stuff. But now I think we've come to the point where, you know, it's kind of, especially here in Canada, uh, you know, a lot of it's very much more accepted than it was when we were yeah. younger. But now the kind of controversial topic is like transgender folk. Okay. So people yeah. that have transitioned into a different you know, into the other gender or whatever. Mm, mm. But the very controversial topic at the moment is transgender sports. So I don't know if you've like heard about all this controversy, but it's like basically the controversy is transgender women or yeah, transgender women. So people that have transitioned from male to female and are now living as females, Mm -hmm. um, those women, are now competing in female sports Mm -hmm. and because biologically, because, you know, they were born as men and maybe they lived, uh, you know, a lot of their lives as, as male. Yeah. They have biological advantages over the female. So Mm. they're dominating a lot of female sports. Yeah. And so that's like the kind of controversial topic because, uh, on one hand, so I, w- I want to hear your opinion on this. But yeah, on yeah, one yeah. hand, you know, I'll lay out the kind of arguments. So mm-hmm. the transgender folks are saying, you know, we are women, like, mm-hmm. even though we weren't born as, you know, we we weren't given like the body parts, but we are technically women yeah. and we shouldn't be excluded from sports. You know, sports yeah. is a big part of culture and society. And they're saying that if we're excluded from sports, then we're still feeling excluded from the rest of society and all that stuff. Yeah. On the other hand you know, there's a reason why men and women's sports are separated because there are definitely biological differences between men and women. And especially when it comes to sports, unfortunately, women tend to have, you know, it's a different sport. Like it's definitely a different sport for women and for men. So, um, yeah. So those are the two arguments. What are your thoughts?
1: (laughs) Well, I think, I think it's a, it is a really interesting one. And I think like you bring up a good point where you have to look at it like biologically, I think personally, because if you look at other species of animals, not just humans, but quite often there are biological differences between men and women, right? So you look mm-hmm. at most like primates or, you know, other, uh, other mammals and quite often the man will be, you know, more, have more muscle mass, be able to do certain things that maybe the females, they can do them, but maybe not to the same level or ability, um, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I think, <clears throat> I think, so on one hand, I'm like, I don't think that, I think it might be giving certain, like if, if, for example, trans women were to compete in like the Olympics or something, that might be like a kind of an unfair advantage because they, you know, do have a lot of components or physique of a man, although they're taking hormones and doing whatever else. Um, on the flip side, I guess, given the amount of hormones and everything else that they're they're going to be taking as a trans woman, <coughs> would that impact their performance so in yeah so that i'll
0: tell you a little bit about that part so the mm. hormone part so um again i haven't done enough research on this but the, based on what i've read in certain parts of the world i can't remember maybe like in the uk or something i can't remember like honestly in certain countries there are certain rules as to like you have to be on like hormone therapy for like a year or something yeah. like that <clears throat> and it does change things a bit i think it definitely does you know yeah Change you know the performance a little bit, um, but in certain parts, I think in the U.S. or something, there aren't really regulations at this point about like how long you have to be on hormone therapy and all of these things. So we've seen yeah. like the the video I seen was like a news story about two uh, uh, kids in high school that were female and then they transitioned in high school mm-hmm. and almost as soon as they transitioned, they started competing in the track team, at yeah. the female track team, and of course now they're winning scholarships and doing all kinds of stuff and I think yeah. that's the part where I feel like A, like there there needs to be some level of regulation because yeah, I don't know. Like you can't just have someone literally just saying, oh, I'm going to transition and start hormone therapy. And then immediately they can go and compete mm. in women's sports. Like we yeah. have to, it's a tough situation. I understand that. That's yeah, the difficult it, part.
1: It, it, I mean, it's, it is, it is tough because if you think about it, like look at me and you, for example, right? So let's say you were a competitive um, <laughs> yeah. weightlifter or something. You know oh what I mean? Oh my God.
0: Can just, you imagine you and I compete? Can <laughs> okay, continue? But, sorry. but imagine
1: <laughs> I'm like, okay, you know what? Actually, I'm going to transition and, and, um, you know, do the hormone therapy, whatever else, but start competing against you right away. I mean, there's no like, yes, we're the same age, you know, we're the same, you know, in some, in some aspects, but yeah. it's like, how is that fair? I think it's not think, fair. That's the exactly. Thing. I think with regards to this, I think also my personal opinion is I think maybe there needs to be, um. Because we're saying, you know, you use that example of the high school kids on the track team that were able to get these scholarships and really, you know, beat a lot of the females that were on the track team. Um, But I think in general, there needs to be some kind of testing or like some scientific experiment or whatever to see if, you know, someone that has been on hormone therapy for, let's say, a year or two, do they have an unfair advantage to other women competing Based on, yeah, I think that know.
0: some of the argument is okay. So, one of the arguments from the transgender people, uh, they're saying, and I'm not saying, I'm sure there are transgender people that still also think this is unfair, too. Mm. But the people that are, you know, fans of the idea of transgender. Women still competing within the women's sports, um, they're saying that there's never like a level playing field. So they're saying yeah. like it's always going to be unfair, no matter what. So even if you are women uh, and within women's sports, people are going to have certain physical advantages over others, and like mm. that is true. I do agree with that part. Yeah, but I do think that when it comes to, it's like the same. Like of course there's going to, it's never a, a level playing field. Of course. Yeah. But there are certain things that are just too much of an advantage, like, Mm. I don't know, like, it's hard. It's
1: it's a tough one. And I think my, my own personal, like how I feel about this is I feel that if it can be proven in some way that, okay, I understand what you're mean about like like certain, there's always going to be some kind of advantages, right? Yeah. But if they can say that, or if they can like prove that without bias, that there's not a completely unfair, like a hugely unfair advantage for someone that's trans to compete with other females, or you know whatever, um, then I would say definitely they should they should be competing. But if it is the fact that they, that by being trans, mm-hmm. pardon me, by being trans and by like um, having a lot of those physiques that are still you know inherently you're biologically a male but you've, you're transitioning into a female, yeah, um, if that gives you such an unfair advantage then I don't think that that's, that you should be allowed to compete necessarily. So I think, I think if it can be proven that there's not a hugely unfair advantage, then I would agree with that.
0: Yeah. It's just, I think that there, it's almost, I think every, obviously it depends on the person and like how, I think it also depends on like how soon you started transitioning. So if you were like a teenager or like before puberty, which Mm. I mean, that's already a different topic on its own because I think that's, you know, I don't know if how many teenagers should be trans. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. basically what I'm saying is if you transition, you know, at an earlier age, then you'd be less likely to have like, you know, those male, the male physique features. Yeah. So like even it's not just about hormones too, right? It's also about just like your bone structure and, and height and just uh, the development and just everything that has to do with like men or mm. women. And like the, I guess the interesting part is, uh, you know, people that talk about this issue, like for example transgender people say that like i am so there's they differentiate between sex and gender right so people yeah. are saying sex is like your i don't know body parts and like the the biology yeah. and then gender is like uh how you, how feel, you feel i guess i don't know maybe yeah. I, anyway that's another that's another topic of discussion but mm-hmm. uh but then if sex is your biology and you were born as you know a man biologically yeah Shouldn't, isn't sports also biology to some yeah. degree, right? Like sports isn't about like, it's basically simply based on biology. That's why we've separated male sports and female sports because biologically, you know, f- mm. biological males have an, a biological advantage over biological females. Yeah. But we're going to get in trouble for talking about this, by the way. <laughs> Do, you think
1: so? Do you think so? I think, I think yeah, that people being... get very
0: sensitive about this topic and I think yeah. we're being fair.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, this, is, this is the thing, as I think, again, like I said before, I think my argument that I, or how I feel personally about it is I think if there isn't an unfair advantage to those people comp- competing to those individuals that are trans competing, then I think that they should be allowed to. However... On the flip side, if it can be proven that there is an unfair advantage, like we look at you and me, like I was saying before, if we were to compete against something, because I just transitioned to a woman, obviously, there's gonna be certain things that, you know, I might be able to, because I have, you know, biological advantage against you, that it's not going to be a fair, fair competition for you. So I think if that can be proven, then fine, they can compete. Like, I think it's fair, but I think If it can't be, I don't think that's fair. Then that's like that's like you know I don't know. This is just my thoughts, and you're right. We might get some flack on it, but I think we're being pretty um yeah not unbiased, but yeah, I guess unbiased. We're just kind of being neutral. Yeah, because I'm not in
0: sports. Like, yeah, I don't, you know. And obviously, we're not against you know any of this stuff. We're just kind of thinking like, what's fair for everyone? I mean, it's never going to be fair for everyone. But again, exactly how unfair is it for? And like, it is also like an issue of like women's almost like an issue of women's rights because you know the reason why again the reason why women's sports exists is to give women a chance to shine and you know you know play sports and do all this kind of stuff and for for somebody that just started transitioning to a woman to go in and who lived their life as a man let's say for example okay Mm. let's say somebody that's 20 years old lived their entire life as a man and then transition into a woman and then starts playing women's sports and starts basically taking away the shine from women. It's, Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, that's, that was my topic that I wanted to talk about.
1: That's a a tough one. I mean, that's really hard. I mean,
0: so maybe they should have like transgender sports. I don't know. Yeah.
1: Maybe a separate category. I mean, and and actually that wouldn't be that, that bad. You know what I mean? They've done it for other, you know, other individuals and just like, have kind of separate, um, competing thing. And, and that way, again, it's fair for everyone in the level playing field. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah.
0: And I I think that people need to, some people find offense when, when we say this kind of stuff and Mm. it's not that we're, it's not that people are against transgender people. It's just that we have to think about the implications of, you know, we live in a society, right? So we have to think about how it impacts, impacts other people too. So anyways, that was the topic of discussion. Well,
1: mm-hmm. I mean, if we, if, if we're going to roll with this, um, not roll with this, but one of the things oh, that I've,
0: are you going to transition into something else?
1: I am going to try. Okay.
0: Oh, <laughs> I, not like that. <laughs> <I
1: know>. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, um, I, I've been seeing some interesting s- stuff on YouTube. Well, maybe, maybe it, was, it wasn't on YouTube. But I can't remember where I saw it, but basically about a lot of like young um, adults or teenagers that had decided to transition and then afterwards had regretted it. So i I know that there are some people oh. that have posted videos and been like, oh, I transitioned blah, 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 blah. Into the
0: other gender.
1: Exactly. And then actually had oh. regretted it.
0: <gasps> so right. I've heard about that too. Yeah. Uh huh. So continue. So, sorry.
1: So I wonder like, cause it's, it is a such a difficult, it's a difficult topic. You know what I mean? See, and it's this like, is
0: where it's interesting.
1: Yeah. And I wonder because
0: yeah, continue.
1: I wonder like when is a right age or a right time to know that you want to transition or that you're, you know, like you were saying before, born in a certain sex, but uh, associate with a certain gender. Because like, I don't know about you, but like when I was going through my teens, especially it was, especially as a gay man, it was very confusing time for me. You know, like a lot of hormones were raging and like, I didn't know if I liked men, if I liked women, if I, you know, and I could see as a teenager during that confusing time that you might mix some of those feelings into thinking something else potentially. Right. Into thinking, oh, actually like as a gay man, maybe I would have thought back then, oh, maybe I'm not supposed to be a guy because I like guys, like maybe I'm actually supposed to be and and mix up the two. Whereas, you know, even though I'm gender, my gender is a man, but for whatever reason, when I'm younger, think that I should be a woman. Right. Because of my sexual preference.
0: Yeah. And that's, Oh God. See, that's the thing. So I think that first of all, uh, (coughs) this, again, this is just my kind of thought. I think Mm -hmm. that, you know, when you are a teenager and you are, you're just confused, no matter yeah. what you are, whether or you're gay, straight, bi, like transgender, whatever you are, you're going to be very confused because 100%. You, like nobody knows who they are when they are teenagers. We are, our, like you said, our hormones are raging. Yeah. We're, you know, we're living in this world where like we're trying to get fit in, but we're also trying to like find out who we are. So everyone mm. is so confused. So I feel like transitioning at that time Un- like, you have to be like 100% sure. Certain, like, yeah. I think there are certain people. I have I watched this one video of this girl that transitioned into, you know, a girl. Um, and when she was like very young, but she said like from the very yeah. beginning, I was like 100% certain that I was a female. So un- until you are, at, and unless you're at that level of 100% certainty... I feel Mm. like it's probably not a good idea if you're unsure. You're just kind of trying to figure it out. But I think now there's so much confusion because now uh, it's almost—I don't want to say transgenderism like—is glamorized, but there Mm. are it's it's more accepted and there's more people out there that are doing it. Like you know, we there's you know this kind of stuff is a lot more accepted and people are talking about it more on social media. So I think that kids. are, you know, exposed to this idea at a young age and they think, oh, maybe that's what I am. They they see like a transgender person on YouTube and they're Mm -hmm. like, oh, maybe that's what I am. Exactly.
1: And I I think to your point, also a lot of the transgender women that we are seeing, and I'm not like, I'm not trying to like paint a Mm -hmm. certain brush or whatever else, but like a lot of the transgender women that we're seeing and men on YouTube or on social media are... Gorgeous. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like these phenomenally gorgeous women and men where you're like, Oh my God. So somebody that's a teenager that's maybe going through a lot of things, not feeling great about themselves. They might see these like super glamorous, like Gigi gorgeous and Carmen Mm -hmm. Carrera and all these like phenomenally gorgeous trans women. And they're like, Oh my God, I want to be like that. Just as young girls aspire to be certain models and stuff, right. Other kids that are confused might aspire to be these like absolutely stunning, um, trans people, transgender people. And again, get kind of mixed up with that kind of confusion, you know?
0: Yeah. And like, that's tough Mm. because, and like they have said, because like they, another, uh, now that you bring up this topic, another very interesting thing is like nowadays, the another controversy is people transitioning like young kids. Like we're not even talking about like teenagers. We're talking about like children, prepubescent children. And some parents feel that it is okay to transition children. Mm. And I feel like that's where I'm like, okay, I'm pretty firm on like, no, I don't think that's okay. I feel like, again, this is a choice that you can make later on in life. And there are many people that have, and yes, I understand that like it can be difficult to go through that, but Mm. I think we need to create an environment where people that are confused, kids that are confused are still feeling okay. You know, as in we need to create an environment where we're not bullying trans you exactly. know kids or bullying kids for being different rather mm. than transitioning kids from when they were 5 years old because yeah. that's where it's like they don't know like, you don't know who you are as a teenager who how do you think you're going to know who you are when exactly. you're 5 years old
1: but i think i think i echo that as well in a sense that like if we create an atmosphere in schools and in homes where actually it, it fosters an environment for a kid to find themselves and to mm-hmm. feel okay and open and have these open discussions, Not maybe not transition right away, but have these open discussions with their peers without, without fear of like retribution or being attacked or bullied also with their parents, with their teachers, they can actually start to form a more concrete feeling of who they are as themselves and actually think, is this the right thing for me? I've had these discussions with, you know, people that are really important in my life. And this is something that I want to I want to pursue. But you're right. When you're five or six years old, I just feel like, and, you know, I could be wrong here, but, like, I just feel like you don't know... You know, what what you want to do. And you know what? Maybe you are down the path of you're in the wrong, you know, you feel like you're a different gender than what you were born into. So, as a society, we need to foster an environment so that for the next 10, 15 years while that kid is growing up, they can live as a certain sex and later on transition when they feel 100% of that that's what they want to do.
0: Yeah. And like, okay, that leads me also Mm -hmm. to another point is what's very interesting is. A lot of people, again, a lot of people say sex and gender are separate. So a lot of people say like men, you know, male and female biology is sex. And then gender is like expression or whatever, like how you feel. But I'm like, okay, so if you, I feel like if you're born, how, how do I, how do I word this? How do I word this? (laughs) So like, you know, for example, if you're born as a man Mm -hmm. and you know, your body is a man, but if you're allowed to be whatever, you know, you can, you know, you can express yourself in whatever gender you feel. Yeah. The fact that you have to, you feel that you have to transition into a female, like physically, doesn't Mm. that say something about sex and gender being at least linked to some degree? That so, like a that's very good where point. yes, because we talk like because why do you need to transition then so, because, like, for example, I think we need to create a world where you know, a man can act however way he wants, mm. you know as fem- as feminine as he wants, as masculine as he wants, and same with mm. a, a woman without feeling like they absolutely have to be of the other gen so that's Gender. like that's another thing why I think a lot of kids, I think they say that a lot of kids that feel that they are transgender actually end up being like gay, yeah, like later on in life, and like that's what you said mm-hmm. about, you know, when you we were in a teenager, like you were confused. I'm sure maybe you didn't think you were transgender, but maybe mm-hmm. you did. I don't know. Like, yeah. And like, yeah, a lot of kids, they they get confused because they think, oh, do I have to be a woman to like men? Yeah, or like, you know? And so that's it tr- interesting because yeah. I feel like if we are going to go with this idea that sex and gender are completely separate things, then why do people, like? it shouldn't make sense that people feel the need to transgen- to go through all kinds of like painful surgeries to mm. physically make themselves the other gen- uh the other sex. See see now the other sex exactly. So we are like in one in some way it is linked. Like yeah. sex and gender are linked. 99% of the population identifies with the same sex and gender that they are, right? Yeah.
1: This is true. So it, I mean, yeah, oh, that's a really interesting point. because I never thought of it like that in a sense that, you know, because there's a lot of it's a it's a really interesting time in society right now, I think.
0: <laughs> yes, it's whole, very confusing.
1: It is confusing. But the whole idea, OK, sex, we're saying, OK, that's biological and gender is more a social construct, if you will, like masculinity and femi- femininity. And you're right. Like, OK, we're saying that if they are two distinctly separate things. So you can be a man and feel, you know, you can have more effeminate qualities, but still be a man. It's not linked, but we're saying, well, then why, what is the need to necessarily transition? Yes. Again, it's a a tough one. Is it because
0: socially you want to fit in or, Mm. but then that doesn't make sense either because socially transgender is not fitting in, right? Like that's also not at least like, Historically, like people didn't accept. So, but that's the thing that I feel like some people have. I think what's called body dysmorphia. Yeah. Where have you heard of this? Like, gen- oh no, gender dysmorphia. Gender dysmorphia. That's,
1: that's the one. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, like, I think those, uh, um, I think those are people that like absolutely feel like they're li- literally in the wrong gender, like wrong body. Yeah. The body. wrong
1: body. Yeah. So that they feel they, they're the wrong I, sex. Mm-hmm.
0: And like that's where I feel like hundred percent. Like you know transition like absolutely i mean of course anyone can transition like do whatever you want but i think some people that transition maybe they don't have gender dysphoria and they Mm. just kind of are confused and they just transition so yeah it's interesting and like Mm. even in they say that even in like the the animal kingdom for example there are like certain gender traits you know Mm. so i don't think it's completely socially constructed yeah, It's what think, I'm saying.
1: It's, it's a really, I think it's a really tough one. Cause like when you look yeah. at like gender male versus female, what makes a man, what makes a woman again, this, and this actually links in nicely to the whole thing about oh, mas- yes. masculinity and femininity. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think again, I keep saying this, but we're in a really interesting time because we're, we're talking about all of this stuff and a lot of things are shifting. So like, Certain ideas, because I think masculinity in itself is a construct as to what makes a man per se. There's certain aspects of it, which I agree with you, yes. which are biological traits. But then I do think there's some of it where we've kind of constructed this as society. Like, for example, like men like the color blue and women oh, like, like the color Oh, like that's 100%.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's 100% socially constructed.
1: And it's quite interesting because this is another point that I wanted to talk about, kind of like moving away from the the trans side of it and into the yeah. more kind of like um, yeah, masculinity in, it, in itself it's quite interesting in a sense that like a lot of the whole model of what used to work when we were like our parents and grandparents were growing up was the man was like the breadwinner. He, you know, went to work, the woman stayed at home, made the, ha- like kept the house clean, looked after the kids. Um, and the the man didn't really have to do that much, um, per se. And now we're in an interesting time where you actually mean like sh- in the house. Yeah, exactly. House, yeah. so he was
0: His job was like going and working. Right.
1: Exactly, and we're in a time period now where actually a lot of that's shifting. Where actually it's kind of an equal equal power distribution, I guess, if you want to say it like that. It's, um,
0: it's not really though, because <laughs> not to be all like feminazi, okay? Yeah. <laughs> but oh, it's damn. not actually equal because men now both people are working usually. Mm. I mean, maybe not usually, I'm not, I'm not sure about the statistics, yeah. but a lot of families have both men and women working Joint and incomes, they yeah. still say, they still say that women are doing the majority of the housework still. Yeah. So women are working at, and like actual and doing the housework yeah, most yeah, of the yeah. time. But do you think so that that's, that's interesting.
1: like, that is interesting. Do you think that's something like, at least for our generation, maybe that's changing because like, I don't know, like how, it, like, for example, if you moved in with your partner, you would expect them to do equal shares of housework.
0: No. I would probably expect it. I think that, again, we don't... Maybe women as a whole, generally, again, speaking generally, feel more like... I don't know. I feel like boys are messy. (laughs) (laughs) I mean...
1: (laughs) It depends, though, because I've met some guys... It depends. I've met some some really OCD guys that are, like, super, like, like clean freaks.
0: Based on my experience, men are... in most of the time in two categories, OCD, yeah. AF, like they yeah. need to be so clean. Like everything is like, there's not a speck of dirt in yeah. sight. And then the other hand, they're just messy. So <laughs> It's hey, one or on. the other.
1: I, I, feel like, I feel like I used to be <laughs> You're kind of messy. I was in the messy spectrum for a while, but as I've lived by myself and stuff, I feel like I'm more in the middle now. Like I'm still a, a hot mess, but like,
0: <laughs> yeah, like you're okay. Uh, yeah. You know, like, you know, yeah. Like, you, you've like gotten to, a lot better. Yeah. I think it's because I, I was, uh, I kept lecturing you.
1: <laughs> well, it's cause I lived, it's cause I lived with you for so long, Rose. You beat it into me, you know, the cleaning. So, like I'm not
0: even that clean. Okay, wait, I think you're pretty, stop.
1: you're, you're pretty clean.
0: I mean, I'm like, I think I'm like just kind of average. Mm-hmm. I think like some females would think that I'm kind of messy and dirty, but.
1: Oh God damn Rose. But yeah, anyways,
0: I mean, <laughs> wait, wait, I, we like went off on a tangent. We went off we on did. a tangent there. Um, yeah. We were talking about like
1: masculinity and the changing kind of like roles right. and what makes a man and well, not what makes a man, but like um, the idea of how society is kind of changing that.
0: It's interesting. I mm-hmm. do think that, yeah, you are right. Like maybe, you know, in our generation, it'll be slightly, it'll be more equal to some yeah. degree. Um, but I do think there are certain things though, where I do question, is this biology or is this like, is it evolution, right? So like mm. evolution wise, you know, men were like the hunters or whatever mm. and women are, you know, cause the thing is just by our biology alone, the fact that women are the only ones that can carry children and, and be pregnant and have kids that changes a lot yeah. of the dynamic because when a woman is pregnant, she can't, you know, they're, like she's not going to go out and like, you know you know, bang a bunch of dudes, you know, she's, she's going to stay home and like care for this child that she's pregnant for. Whereas like a man, you know, he can do whatever, like his, you know, he wants to spread the seed or whatever he wants to do. Oh God,
1: spreading the (laughs) the seed, God damn, bro.
0: And so, oh God, like, what was my point? So what I'm saying is like, just by biology alone, there are certain differences. Mm. Women want, you know, they're more, you know, Maybe they're more nurturing, you know, in a sense, again, generally, not all women. um, And they want to take care of their kid or whatever. Whereas like a man needs to go out. Like, for example, when his woman is pregnant, he needs to go out and like, I don't know, get food or fucking do all that shit. So they feel the need to provide. So maybe that is partially, at least partially, it is definitely biological. Some of it. Yeah. Or evolution. Yes.
1: Yeah. Evolutionary or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. I just think... uh, I don't know how I want to wor- how I want to say it but I do think like the roles are shifting and I think in in, in not roles shifting necessarily but I think um guys are getting more like masculinity. The idea of masculinity is changing a little bit. And I think, mm-hmm. cause before it was like, you know, you're supposed to be this like macho man and stuff, but I think more and more guys starting to obviously like, not like hugely, but I think a lot of them are starting to be more open about, you know, starting to talk about their feelings and, you know, feeling okay with the fact that maybe their woman, their, their whoever they're with is, you know, making equal income or more income than them, or, you know what I mean? Or, um, I don't know. I just think that there's some shift going on.
0: But what if, yeah, there's definitely a shift. Like, don't get me wrong. Like hundred mm-hmm. percent, like even if you compare it to like 50 years ago yeah. Um, to now, you know, even just our ad, atti- I think it's our attitudes that are changing a little bit about, you know, what a man's supposed to do versus a woman, but it's still kind of there. And yeah. for like, I do also want to transition into what, um, cause you mentioned like, Oh, like now it's okay for men to be not as like, you know, masculine in, t- yeah. tradi- in the, in the traditional definition. Sense, but yeah. then let's talk about attraction then. So, cause we always talk about this cause you're <laughs> like, I think it's interesting cause I'm, I'm a straight woman and you're yeah. a gay man. Yeah. And I feel like we, <laughs> we're both attracted to a masculine man. This so let's talk true. about that. So like, well, why? so for example, I don't like, per- and I'm speaking for me. I don't mm-hmm. like, uh, I don't find it attractive when a man is, you know, acting feminine.
1: (laughs) Yeah. When he has feminine or feminine qualities or, you know, like feminine. So then
0: can we say that? I don't know. How do you feel about that?
1: (laughs) Well, I know uh, the thing is I get frustrated with myself about this, this whole topic, like on a personal level, because first of all, on a side note in the gay community, um, the whole idea of masculine and feminine, it's actually like a really like, um, toxic, not toxic, that's the wrong word, but there's a lot of like, and I buy into this, this whole stereotype as well, because I really like masculine guys, but it's really, really bad because like on dating apps and things like that, like, you know, in the gay community, it's really toxic in a sense that, you know, they'll say really, really racist and nasty things on these dating apps where it's like no femmes no, only masculine guys, uh, no Asians, no blacks, no whatever. Oh and it's, my re- God. it's pretty yeah. bad. Like, and it's kind of like, well, you know, I know everyone has their own preferences and stuff, but you yeah. can kind of keep some of that shit to yourself. And you know, yeah. if it's Tinder or something like this, you can just swipe to the people that you are attracted to without having to be, you know, have a that dick. in your profile. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the thing that really frustrates me is I'm like you as well, in a sense that like, mm-hmm. I really like again, masculine guys, like guys that, you know, are your typical kind of like guy guys. Yeah. And I kind of wish I could break, break from that because I, I know that there's a lot of guys I've met in my life or potentially potential new people that might be a bit more on the feminine side that I want to try to give them a chance. But like, I don't know why to have this thing where I like, um, you
0: know, maybe they might have an Igor voice. um, Is it Igor?
1: Oh God, what's (laughs) happened here?
0: Oh my God. What happened? Did you hear what I said?
1: (laughs) No, I didn't hear what you said. What did you say?
0: I said maybe they'll have an Igor voice. Is it Igor? Is that the name of the the bird?
1: Yeah, it's like uh Iago. I think it's Iago. <laughs> Iago. <laughs> oh god. Damn. See, that's the thing. Um,
0: so there are certain okay, that's what's interesting. This is what's interesting because
1: mm.
0: by okay, if we're just speaking only of evolution and biology, yeah. You know, women are attracted to men, men are attracted to women, technically. Yeah. But then we have you know, gay people that are also attracted to men, and then yeah. gay, gay, gay women that are attracted to women. Yeah. So it's like, ah, it's so confusing. That's why it it's is so really confusing. confusing.
1: It's so it, it is so confusing. And like just speaking again from like the gay perspective, it does get even more not even more confusing, but it's like because obviously hundred percent
0: more confusing.
1: Yeah. Because like, it's like,
0: why are you attracted to? Because the thing is, it kind of makes sense that if you're gay, you would be attracted to a man mm. that is manly because you're not attracted to women, mm-hmm. right? So, like, yeah. if you're not attracted to women, then you would be more likely to be attracted to uh, a manly man.
1: But then to add more confusion to the fire <laughs> is that there's also, like, within the gay, gay community, men. There's, yeah. there's, like, really, really effeminate uh, gay guys and 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 some really masculine gay guys, like the really effeminate gay guys, or oh God, it's so interesting. It, it, it adds like so many different things. Like I'm not even going to get into like some of the intricacies of the gay dating world. That's <laughs> another whole I different ballgame. I mean, ball to be
0: fair, attraction is very strange. And I th- yeah. I don't think there's like an answer. It's just kind of random sometimes. Yeah. Some people like really weird shit. And so speaking trural. of shit, some people like, you know, shitting. Literal. Oh God. Like-
1: <laughs> okay, that's next level. Watch- but you know, some oh people...
0: seriously though i watched this like um i think it was like a youtube video or like a documentary about this japanese porn star man and he was like this is like i don't know this guy has like fucked he's probably like holds some kind of world record for like how many people he's fucked anyways oh my god he he was like talking about like his fetish how he has like a fetish for like shit
1: oh my god i mean to (laughs) each their own i guess to each their own like like, i'm never gonna be on that level but
0: this is when I realized, wow, like, you know, humanity just, there's so much, there's just so many different kinds of people in this, in this there world. There is. There's
1: such so. a, there's such, there's such a variety. And that's why like another thing that I used to like back in the day, cause obviously like we're also on a, our own personal journeys and learning about sexuality and, you mm-hmm. know, all of this stuff, which I personally find like super fascinating. When I first came out, I remember like, um, the whole when I first came out, there was like a big thing about bisexuality. Like I remember that was that was like the thing when I was like 18, 19. Oh, okay. and, and is that um, when you came
0: out? When you were 18.
1: Yeah, I was eighteen. And Oh wow. Um, I know. I know. It's crazy. That's like this uh, is like a
0: whole different episode too. I feel like you is, should do yeah. a dedicated episode to the coming out situation. But anyway, I will. I'll go
1: there, definitely. Um <laughs> we should write that down actually. Well, I don't have a
0: Okay, I'll anyway. write it down. I'll write it yeah. down. <laughs> okay. Um
1: Oh oh yeah, where was I going with this? So I used to think in my own kind of like naive state when I first came out, I was like, oh, it's binary. You either like one or the other. Do you know what I mean? Like I was like, you're either straight and you like girls or you're gay and you like guys or you're a lesbian and you like girls. That was it. This whole idea of bisexuality, I always thought to myself, I was like, oh, it's just like some... somebody that's transitioning into liking the other person. They're trying to make it easier. Right. Right. But then actually like, as I got older and learned more about this stuff and met a bunch of people that were legitimately bisexual, it like opened up so many like windows and eyes and whatever I want to say, like however I want to say it, but um, that it is a, it is a big thing and there are people out there that legitimately like both, both sexes. And then the interesting thing that I found is, and I could be, and, and I want to hear your thoughts on this because this is something I found really fascinating about bisexuality Ooh. and I could get some flack for this, but I think in today's <laughs> society still, yeah. it is a bit easier <laughs> to be a bisexual woman than a bisexual yes. man. And absolutely. Yeah. The one, the, one of the interesting things I did, like I loved, I, I honestly, I find this stuff so fascinating. So I think I told you yes. this before, but I was on this like retreat with some people from work and I like to play like dev- not devil's advocate, but I was just asking a bunch of the girls in the group. I was just like, Hey. Um, just out of curiosity, like a random question. I'm not going to judge anyone or anything, but I want your feedback. So if you met your partner and you really like this guy, right? He's super nice and you have a lot in common. Oh,
0: I know where you're going with this. Yeah. yeah, continue.
1: Sex is incredible. He's super into you. You're super into him. And then you guys start happen to later on, a few months later, get in the topic of past relationships. And he was like, oh, my my last partner was Dave or something, you know? How would you feel? Yeah. And all of the women in the room were like, I would be disgusted by it. I, you know, <gasps> I wouldn't. They say disgusted. Not all of them. There was a few that were like a little bit like on the fence, but a lot of, but majority, actually pretty much all of them were like, it would bother me. Right. Turn that to the guys. Yeah. And I was like, if you found out that your girlfriend had had a previous significant relationship with a woman, not just like a one-off make out of the bar, but like a significant relationship with a woman, would that bother you? And almost all of them were like, not really. Cause she's with me now. Like that does, that was, you know, whatever. That's so Yeah. But it's interesting because...
0: It's interesting, but it's not shocking for some reason. Like, I can see why. why? Not that I can see why. I can't see why, but it's not shocking to me. Yeah. Because I I think I said the same thing to you, Daniel. Like, Mm. I don't know why it is. I think it's, again, this might be socially constructed. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, But like... I think that even from before, like even being a gay woman, at, mm. you know, maybe 10 years ago was more accepted almost than yeah. being a gay man. I think being a gay man, even today is seen as a lot more like...
1: Dirty or something.
0: Yeah. Like it's not seen the same way as lesbians. Yeah. Like lesbians are like... Lesbians are almost like, uh, how do you say, um, they're fetishized. They're, yeah. you know, like... Fantasi- they're seen guys as fantasize like a, about sec- that. Yes. Men fantasize about you know lesbians whereas Mm. like it's not really the same the other way around and maybe that's what it is partially it's just like it's not as like seen as like a sexy thing for like yeah. Two guys. I mean, maybe obviously within the gay community it is, but like outside of the gay community, it's not yeah. for some reason, there's a huge taboo with it. So like, even if a guy mm-hmm. wants to explore, you know, cause of course there are bisexual men, but it's definitely yeah. like, I feel like it's almost trendy for a woman to be bisexual. It's almost trendy for 100%. a woman to, to like explore her sexuality. But for a man, that's not. like, you better be full on. Sure. You're bisexual. Otherwise, like you're not going to be, mm-hmm. you're probably not going to be experimenting.
1: Exactly. And and this is, this is where I think, where I think we've got, we've gotten to a good place or we're getting into a better place in society, but I still think we have a long way to go in a sense that I think, cause like, I think it would be really, really fantastic if everyone just like in a, in an ideal world where, you know, if you were bisexual or whatever, whatever, even if you weren't sure if you were bisexual, but like, let's say a guy went to a bar and like ended up hooking up with one of his guy friend mates, wasn't bisexual, wasn't gay, but just tried it once just to be like, whatever. You know what I mean? There wouldn't be that yeah. stigma attached to it, you know? Like it's more like oh this God. happened. But it's just like it, it, I just I don't feel, know if
0: I could get past it.
1: Really? I'm I just know, being
0: honest. I yeah. don't know. It's like, a tough it, to but, me, but again, yeah, it's I think a tough it thing. Be... Like
1: and for me, I feel like
0: <sighs> Okay, maybe here's the thing.
1: I was gonna say. I was just gonna say. Like for me, maybe I'm a bit more open minded to it because as a gay man, a lot of other gay men that I might be my potential partners might have had previous
0: relationships with women. You know Hundred percent. I, mean? I think so for you, it's easy. very different. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I think it's like you almost have to accept that maybe a lot of them have had past relationships with women, exactly. just because it, you know the nor. I guess the 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 expectation is that you're straight. So like, Mm. that's kind of the baseline of how you start. And then that's why gay people have to come out because the baseline of how like you're expected to be is straight. But obviously there's a lot of gay people. Um, But like, I don't know what it is again. Is this biology or is this socially constructed? Like, am Mm. I socially constructed to think that I shouldn't be attracted to a man that has been with another man? Or is Mm. it just biologically? I just find that, uh, I don't know. I don't know.
1: I think I honestly like, and this might be me just being biased because like, yeah. I'm very like this. It, it, I just, again, I find it interesting, but I think it is a social construct because biologically, if you're with a man and he's like, you know, pleasing you as a lover and everything else and all those other traits are there.
0: Pleasing <laughs> you as a lover. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what I okay. mean? Yeah. But, yeah, like, yeah. It, does it really matter if he had a previous relationship with a man? Why, why does it matter?
0: I think that, I mean, I think if, if I were actually in that situation though, I think like, mm-hmm. for example, if I didn't know, if I was like, let's say I started dating somebody and I didn't yeah. know uh, anything and it was amazing. We had great chemistry and everything yeah. was perfect. Yeah. And then it, and then he told me later on, I would not be like, I think I would definitely like, you know, be shocked, yeah. but I also don't think I would just dismiss it and be like, Okay, well, up. then fuck this relationship. Like yeah, I definitely yeah. wouldn't do that. So, yeah. I think that it's from a from coming from a place of like if I don't know this person and I'm mm. I, I'm just meeting them and then they told me that they've been with men before, then I think at that moment, at that moment, because I already don't know this person, my yeah. attraction uh to that person would be lowered and I don't know why.
1: <laughs> yeah. But it's an interesting thing to talk about. Like, it is yeah, why it's is very that? interesting. So, it's I mean, something that we
0: need to, we do need to think about as women because I think that there is, uh, we have developed, how do I say, uh, a lot more in terms of like women's rights and, you know, women being able to do things. But also, mm. we need to think about, you know, what are we doing in terms of for the men? Like, I think a lot of men are going through things that, you know, Maybe we don't discuss enough. Like for example, yeah. this, this idea of male sexuality, yeah. uh, I feel like is kind of, it's still, there's still a long way to go.
1: Yeah. It's still kind of a bit taboo and it's a bit kind of, yeah. you know, guys do feel a bit more shame as a, like if I was a straight well, straight or, or kind of curious guy, I would feel shame if I hooked up with a guy because then I'd be like, Oh, girls are not going to want to date me because they're going to find out and feeling comfortable yeah. with the fact that I slept with a guy. So it makes oh, it so it's harder for them. So I, I don't know. It's just, it, again, it's just like a weird, not weird, but it's just, why is that? You know, it's like, uh, and
0: even on social media, I mm-hmm. see so many girls, like every girl out there is bisexual. Like yeah. <laughs> I see so many girls on social media. Like they're all bisexual. I swear to God, it's like 50% yeah. bisexual. Yeah. And then what about the men? Like,
1: yeah. Well, this is the, this is the thing. It's like, there's that, I haven't actually read it. I really want to read this. There's this guy called, um, I'm going to say this wrong. It's like Kinsey or something like this. And he mm-hmm. had like this scale that he like developed where it's like, it's called a Kinsey, Kinsey scale from like one to six where it was okay. like everyone in society exists on this scale. Um, oh. and one, one was like completely heterosexual. So like you're, you know, you're not even remotely attracted to same sex or anything like that. Okay. And then on the, on the sixth, On the number six, you're completely homosexual where you completely 100% are into the same gender, but there's a lot of people that were in the middle. So it was like, there'd be people that were maybe like a two, I'm going to say these wrong because I haven't actually read the thing, but like, let's say someone was more closer to the middle, but not quite bisexual. It might be someone that's straight, has straight relationships, but can like appreciate a good looking or, you know, maybe even have a slight fantasy, but not even go there because it's not, you know, fully. Yeah. right up to the middle where there's like you, like you said, there's a lot of women that are expressing their bisexuality now, but what about all the guys? Like, what about all the other guys? And I think there's that yeah. fear to do that because of the kind of repercussions is if they want to date women later or, you know, they meet a great girl, they're scared to tell her, you know?
0: Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But you know, maybe, maybe it's shifting. I don't know. Yeah. In the younger, who knows? Like maybe the teenagers now think very differently than, than, uh, our, I, our generation. um,
1: I, do think, what I do, you do think, I do think the younger, I don't, the thing is, I feel like I'm a little bit out of touch with the younger community. Cause like, I realize
0: I'm so old. We're old
1: now. Okay. Like, <laughs> yeah.
0: Like I don't know what teenagers think. I don't, sometimes mm. they talk and I don't understand what they're saying. Yeah. I, we're one of those people now. We're one of the old people now.
1: Oh God. But I do, <laughs> I do think like, um, I think maybe I could be wrong, but I think teenagers are becoming a bit more open-minded with this stuff. Like more kind of like, fluid and like i don't know i could be wrong fluid
0: or sexuality fluid i don't know i mean you're probably right i do think that i don't know i find this whole topic so fascinating because Mm. i just don't know like is it my own cultural bias that you know a man should never have been with a woman if i'm going to be with them like yeah, yeah yeah you know fuck well it's kind of like you know like like me liking tall guys right yeah (laughs) like (laughs) like he better be six foot i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs)
1: he has to be a certain but this is a weird thing too again coming back to like even just our own attraction we were talking about this before we like masculine guys both of us we like guys i also like guys that are tall um certain characteristics and it's like again why is that? Like, why are we attracted yeah. to that specific thing? Is that again, a social construct or is that partly some from our like biology? I think it's, some I aspects? think a lot
0: of it's biology, biology. I'm not sure about the me not being attracted to like a guy that's been with a guy that I think that you're right. It may, mm. if I, it might be more socially constructed. Yeah. Um, because like we're kind of designed to be like kind of disgusted by like men being with another man or whatever. Like, not disgusted, yeah. but, like, at least when when we were young, especially. I think now, again, it's much more normalized. But when yeah. we were young, like, a man acting like, for example, a man acting like a woman was seen as a lot more, like, like, ew, like, why is he doing that, I think, than, like, yeah. a woman acting a little bit more masculine. Like, being a tomboy, for example, mm. was a lot more socially accepted for a woman, for a girl. Yeah. But a guy acting like a girl automatically, oh, he's gay. Like, oh, he's, like, you know... So like that's, I think a lot of that is maybe socially constructed. Maybe there's a biological reason why we might think that way in the beginning, but a lot of it is, I think, socially constructed. But when it comes to things like physical attraction.
1: Oh, God damn. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe we should leave that. We, we might have oh to leave god. that one for another is podcast episode. Epos-
0: like, how long have we been talking?
1: Uh, a long time. I was gonna say it's almost time for a vegan nugget. You know?
0: Oh <laughs> goddamn! But I, there's so much to discuss. I know there's literally, anyways. Like, um, basically, like can... the more of the story is I like tall men and I don't yeah. know what to do about it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh god! And I also like masculine men and don't know what to do about it. You know? Like, uh, oh seriously. god! I just because I, because a part of me like and I've said this before. A part of me wants to like broaden my horizons and like other people that aren't you know like more in the kind of yeah. effeminate space. But I just can't. And I, I wish I could. Maybe it's
0: the yin and the yang. The You need the opposite. Not the opposite, but you need something different from yourself.
1: Yeah, that could be Because as it. much
0: as, you know, you're such a masculine man, you know.
1: Mm. <laughs> I'm not really. <laughs> Let's be real so, here, okay? Yeah,
0: so I feel like, because like you said, some people in the gay community are, you know, that are attracted to the femme, femme gays. Mm. Some of them are like really masculine, right? True. So usually, not always. Again, there are exceptions to every rule, but mm-hmm. usually, there's some kind of so there's something to say. Whether you're a man or a woman, whether you're straight or gay, there's something mm-hmm. to say about kind of liking someone of the different energy to you, like a feminine yeah. or a masculine energy to you. So I think maybe yeah. that's what it is.
1: That could be it, potentially. Yeah.
0: Hmm. I don't know. Interesting. <laughs> so, for so example, there's like a dominant and like a more passive person. That's so like
1: true. A- <laughs> like a top or a bottom. <laughs> 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 just kidding oh, god
0: damn daniel that- do you receive or give the presents
1: <laughs> oh god what do you like to have at christmas Do you like to give the presents give or you or like receive. to receive them god damn we'll leave that for another episode rose i will not oh god divulge.
0: damn okay shall-
1: <laughs> oh god damn this is be getting oh, juicy god, as hell. we're getting
0: like yeah we're getting like uh, this is this is only for adults please yeah, this, oh <laughs> god this is
1: this uh podcast is getting it's gonna, we're gonna get an x rating um oh
0: god uh okay so i guess is that is that all we want to discuss. I think we need to I, I think wow, like how do we sum up this fucking giant discussion?
1: So I mean, oh my God, we talked about so much stuff. I mean, I don't know. Like I guess it'd be interesting to to get other people's thoughts on this as well. So like I would actually appreciate some comments in the you know comment section because this will be posted on YouTube eventually. Um and what are your guys' thoughts on this? I mean again take everything that me and Rose are saying right now with a pinch of salt. These are just our opinions and Mm -hmm. kind of thoughts and ideas, but we're very, very um, open-minded and we find this Mm -hmm. stuff fascinating and interesting. So, would be really actually useful and helpful to get your guys's thoughts, opinions, ideas. Um, maybe you agree with what we're saying, maybe you disagree, but either way we want to hear it because yeah. you know, we're really open to open to that kind of feedback. And we, and like, we both find this topic so fascinating. So
0: like, interesting. Like
1: we're definitely gonna have another podcast on yeah. this for sure. Like, like
0: if I, if I had no desire to, you know, get a job, mm. I probably would have studied gender studies. Oh, I shouldn't uh, say <laughs> oh <But> like, <laughs> it like, you know, I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, even, no. Like if I didn't care about what job I was going to get, like career wise. Mm. And like, if I was only to choose what I was fascinated by and what I was interested in, I would yeah. either study philosophy or gender studies or something along those same. lines. Yeah. I
1: found um, because um, it's I so soci- interesting. sociology. Oh, sorry. Um, Yeah so interesting like i did a sociology it was social deviance which was all around this kind of gender and all this stuff. and it's so interesting so yeah mm-hmm. so i think like i think Anyways, we can just leave it at that yeah pretty much all right
0: so vegan nugget time i don't even remember oh, yeah. what other vegan nuggets i gave before but
1: well we with well, the What's one your vegan nugget? Was, I don't actually have one for today i was hoping you would i really. did.
0: <laughs> i'm sure i'll I be, i'll be able to oh let's do a little one for the christmas time oh, so yeah. Um, so, a little vegan tip: if you are maybe interested in plant-based lifestyle, or um, maybe you're you're new new vegan and you're trying to mm. navigate through the Christmas holidays, um, let me think of a tip.
1: <laughs> well, what about like? I, I don't know
0: if I said this last time, but I think what I said last. I mean, what I would say: the most important thing is that you need to be confident with your reasoning. Yeah. So you don't have to be preachy. You don't to, You don't even have to talk about it. But mm-hmm. if you know, if you're confident with yourself, then people are not going to, they're less likely to be questioning your, you know, what you're doing. So exactly. yeah, like if you know for a fact that you're vegan and this is just how it is mm-hmm. and you're not wishy-washy about it, then people are bugging you. They're not going to bug you as much.
1: Exactly. That's a good, that's a very good tip. I like that.
0: What's your tip for the holidays, for being Um, vegan in the holidays?
1: um, It's kind of similar to what I said in the last episode. But again, I think it's good being confident with your reasoning. And then Mm -hmm. also, if you're going to like a family gathering or get together, again, this goes back to what I said before, but be prepared. So like, obviously, there's going to be probably a turkey and other stuff. So maybe try to either you know, pick up a nut loaf. If you can get one at a grocery store or some kind of alternative. So you have something make that you one. can make one or make one exactly. Or if you know, there's a really good, um, do you have one on your channel? That, um, how to make it? Yes. Nut loaf? I yeah. have
0: a, I have one on my blog. I think I'm going to actually, I'm doing like a Christmas holidays blog post soon. Yeah. So check it out on the cheap, Um, yeah. but I also have like holiday recipes on my YouTube channel as well. Yeah. So there's so many different ways of making like a lentil or nut roast, yeah. um, like a bean roast. Like, and they're really yummy.
1: They're so good. Honestly, they're yeah. really, they, they are a lot of work, but they're so good.
0: They're so good. Yeah. So yeah, highly recommend making some kind of delicious, uh, nut roast or exactly. a lentil roast. Cause then yeah. you can just
1: participate in the, in the feast just like everyone else. Oh, and also be mindful that typically like gravy and stuff is going to be made with animal products. So just have like mm-hmm. an alternative gravy to use on the the veggies and things like that.
0: Hmm. Good yeah. tips. Yeah.
1: But yeah, so thanks so much for listening. Um, if, you ha- if you aren't already, please follow us on YouTube at The Savage Podcast. Um, also check us out on Instagram, The Savage Podcast again. And if you guys want more of me and Rose and exclusive content and get any episodes a week early, go over to patreon.com slash The Savage Podcast.
0: And also get the bonus episodes each month. Mm. We're planning on doing one bonus episode uh, on Patreon. Yeah. each month and maybe even an extra bonus audio episode only audio only episode so potentially two bonus episodes a month um, because obviously we have so much to say we do this is like not enough time for all this content i want to (laughs) make yeah anyways we are about to in in a few hours we're also going to be recording the patreon only episode which Mm. will be discussing our dating stories
1: oh god our worst
0: our worst date stories so many so many (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to be a fun one. So if you guys want to uh, listen to that, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com/slash/the savage podcast. Uh, right. Thank you guys so so much for listening once again. Yeah. And um, any final words, Daniel?
1: Um, have a great week, everyone. Yeah, and have a great week.
0: Thank you so much. Okay, bye, uh,
1: bye.